everyone. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. And on today's AdBits, self-directed IRA audit facts. Everyone wants to know, hey Adam, if I do a self-directed IRA, will my chances of getting audited by the IRS increase? What's the deal? Probably one of the most common questions I get from clients who are debating whether to set up a self-directed IRA. I often get probed about audits. And for some reason, I don't know if they hear this from investment advisors or online, I'm not sure. Somehow, some reason, more and more clients over the last couple of years seem to think that doing a self-directed IRA is risky and it could trigger an audit. Well, here are the facts. The facts are, that's not the case. How do I know? Well, recently in 2021, the government came out with something called the GAO report, the Government Accountability Office report. And this was done to provide information on where the IRS is lacking in terms of looking at self-directed IRAs. So there's some really good information in this GAO report, it's about 40 pages long. But just before I get into the GAO report, what I wanted to do is kind of give you a framework for how audits get done with IRAs. So believe it or not, there's no specific IRS IRA audit division, none. There's not an IRA audit division. There is for 401ks, there's not for IRAs. So who audits IRAs? It's actually the small business self-employed division called the SBSE. They actually are, are probed and are equipped to enforce traditional Roth IRAs and they essentially do them through field audits um, or they do it through you know, use and review of complex individual returns. So to think that your IRA is just gonna get flagged by a specific audit division, that's not the case. In fact, the IRS doesn't even gain any IRA information from your tax return. Your 1040, which you file every year, does not have any IRA information. The only IRA information it may have is if you take a taxable distribution or a required minimum distribution. But it's not gonna tell the IRS the value of your IRA. It's not gonna tell the IRS what your IRA is investing in. That information is found on a form called the 5498 form. That is filed by the IRA custodian, i.e. IRA financial trust. That is not filed by you. So what does the form 5498 contain? Well, it's actually a really basic form. It doesn't give the IRS much information at all. It essentially gives them the value of your IRA and it gives them a category of investment, whether it's a private entity or real estate. There's a handful of categories that you essentially check off to indicate what category investment the IRA is investing in. But it doesn't require you to say it invested in company XYZ or invested into real estate parcel 123 Apple Street. So it has some 
broad uh, description of, of the category of investment, but that doesn't have detail as to what the IRA is investing in. So it's limited in scope and limited in detail as to what information it can gather from an IRA other than through a audit. Now, according to this GAO, and this was very interesting, this is the only IRA audit facts I've been able to uncover probably in the last 12 or 13 years. And according to this GAO report, according to the IRS, they identified 2 million IRAs that had some alternative asset in them. Um, and this was interesting. Between 2012 and 2016, so a four-year period, there's, let's say, 50 million IRAs times four, right? That's 200 million, I guess, because 50 million times four years. They audited just 26,000 returns with IRA issues. So again, they don't pinpoint and focus on IRA audit returns. These are 26,000 tax returns, 1040s, that somehow the audit agent probed and determined there were some IRA issues. Now, it doesn't mean they were successfully in attacking or auditing these 26,000 returns. All it's saying is that IRS audited about 26,000 returns. So out of, you, you would think there's either, there's two ways of looking at it, right? There's a few hundred million returns filed each year, right? Over four years, let's say there's a hundred million returns filed each year, four years at 400 million, and only 26,000 of those um, were audited for IRAs. Or you can take the flip side and say, well, there's 50 million IRAs times four, that's 200 million potential IRAs that could get audited, and 26,000 uh, of those were uh, audited. So um, it's not a big number. Um, I actually thought it would be higher, but it, it's just not an area that the IRS focuses in on it. And again, I'll give you an, an audit detail for a solo 401k which has an audit division, the 401k, and there's more coordination with the DOL, the Department of Labor. In 2019, just 165 solo 401k, 5,500 EZs were audited. The 165 in the whole United States. So again, retirement accounts is not a hot audit topic slash uh, area of concern. Um, this GO report basically said, hey, uh, IRS agents are not equipped enough to handle these. They're not educated enough in these um, areas. They're mostly dealing with complex issues when it deals with self-directed IRAs. And they also believe that there are some issues with fragmented responsibility. Why? Because the Department of Labor is responsible for guidance on prohibited transactions, but the IRS is responsible for auditing self-directed IRAs, i.e. prohibited transactions. So according to the GAO report, they felt that fragmented responsibility among IRS divisions creates challenges for examiners who need to share expertise and collaborate on IRA enforcement. And the issue, again, is the tax-exempt entity division isn't responsible for auditing IRAs. The SBSE division is. So it's kind of difficult because if a agent on the small business self-employed division comes across a tax return and starts asking about the individual's IRA, and then the IRS says, hey, I, I invested in a business or, or something alternative, then they have to go to another department to get more information because generally most of the agents in SBSE, they're focused more on deductions, businesses, um, charitable 
deductions, mostly looking if income's accurate or if there's too many deductions. They're not equipped and they're not, they don't have the professional knowledge to focus on prohibited transactions or UBTI, things like that. So that's what the GAO report found is that there is um, a lot of confusion among IRS agents and they're not doing a very good job um, uncovering any um, IRA issues. Now, uh, I'm going to kind of bring this home to what is going on in current events. Now, I've talked a lot about the recent Ways and Means tax bill, and I've brought up this point on multiple occasions. So the IRS wants to increase IRS audit, uh, uh, the IRS budget to 80 billion, almost double the budget. They also want to increase the statute of limitations for IRAs, which is three years now to six years. What that means is that the IRS has three years to audit you. So if you do a prohibited transaction in 2010, they have until 2013 to find you. If they don't, generally they're not going to be able to attack the transaction. Maybe they can try to argue there's a six year statute because of substantial understatement of income, but which is generally 25% of income shown on the return. That's just more difficult to pursue. So the tax bill has a provision where the IRS will have the opportunity to, to have a six-year statute of limitation instead of three. And guess what? This will only raise 12 million over 10 years, at least projected. So what does that tell you? That tells you they don't expect to find a lot of abuse in IRAs because if they did, they would be able to budget a lot more money than 12 million over 10 years for finding Prohibited transactions. Why? Because when you find a prohibited transaction, the IRA becomes disqualified and it's a taxable event. So you would think if they felt there was rampant abuse or if they felt that this was a very um, important area that, that could uh, provide um, you know, the IRS more revenue and, and it was an area where there was a lot of, um, I would say, uh, abuse or um, other um, tax shenanigans uh, occurring, the number would be way higher. So um, again, just to back up here, there's no guarantee, there's, n there's nothing that suggests that doing a self-directed IRA um, triggers an audit. No one knows what triggers an audit, number one. But if it did, there'd be more than 26,000 uh, returns that were, that were audited from 2012 to 2016, right? There's millions and millions of self-directed IRAs out there. Um, 26,000 over a four-year period clearly suggests that this self-directed IRA is not an area the IRS is focusing when it comes to um, audits. Um, again, it doesn't even have its own audit division. It has to go through the SBSE division. Um, and obviously, even according to the GAO report, there's um, a lot of uh, fragmentation because of different departments involved plus the DOL having um, essentially the uh, responsibility for guidance on prohibited transaction. There needs to be uh, coordination between the IRS and the DOL and a lot of these audits, especially when they deal with prohibited transactions. And that's just not uh, occurring clearly. So, um, you know, you should do a self-directed IRA because you believe in your investment. You should not do the self-directed IRA because you're fearful of an audit. You should not do a self-directed IRA because you're not confident in the investment you're going to do, or you just are more focused on traditional equities or mutual funds or ETFs or annuities or bonds, and that's totally fine. 
No one's forcing anyone to do alternative asset investments. It's a way to provide investment options. It's been in the tax code since IRAs were created in 1974. But again, it's not for everyone, right? A lot of Americans clearly feel comfortable just investing in, in ETFs and mutual funds, and that's perfectly fine. But what the self-directed IRA industry provides is options and opportunities for diversification, uh, which you know, we're proud of. It also is a important source of funding for millions of small businesses across the country that count on the $12 trillion of IRAs to fund startups, uh, growth companies, whether it's through private placements or venture capital or private equity firms. Um, IRAs are an important source of capital for uh, American businesses. And again, that's something that our industry is, is super proud about. So just to uh, summarize all this again, one final time, uh, there is nothing that suggests that self-directed IRAs trigger audits. Um, and this podcast was to provide you black and white facts, clarity, that again, this is from a government accountability office report, a GAO report. I didn't make this up. 26,000 account um, returns were filed from 2012 to 2016. Okay, that's clearly you know not a huge number, um, and you know something um, that um, I think you know, should um, clear clear up any doubts people have on the risks of doing a self-directed IRA. Now, one thing I want to clarify is the GAO report actually came out in 2020. Um, not 2021. I lost, you know, this whole COVID. <laughs> I've lost track of time. I feel like the last year and a half has been a blur. Um, but again, interesting enough, the, the title of the GEO report is IRS could better inform taxpayers about and detect non-compliance related to unconventional assets. So they admit that, hey, we're not doing a good job. We're, we're not uh, educating our agents. And we're also not educating the public about um, prohibited transactions and self-directed IRA. So I, th I thought this was a really well done study. Um, it, it came out, I think, you know, object objectively very fair down the middle saying, hey, um, IRAs are out there. Uh, Self-directed IRAs are legal. This is the amount of people doing them. The IRS is not doing a good job um, really educating people about primitive transactions and also not doing a very good job educating their agents uh, on, on uncovering uh, primitive transactions. Uh, but again, I, I don't feel and I, I know the IRS feels the same way that there's rampant abuse in the self-directed IRA space because if there was, they would surely allocate way more than $12 million over 10 years for projected revenues for raising the statute of limitation on self-directed IRAs and IRAs from three to six years, right? You would expect a much more uh, immense number than 12 million bucks, which is in a $3.5 trillion deal, uh, you know, not even a penny, right? Quarters of penny. So um, immaterial, uh, actually. So um, anyways, just, just wanted to share that because nothing bothers me more than I hear from someone saying, well, Adam, I really want to do this investment, but my advisor or my accountant or, or this person or that person just said, I'm going to get audited if I do a self-record IRA and I don't want to get audited. I mean, who does? I'm scared of the IRS, so I'm just not going to do it. And this podcast is basically to all those haters out there saying, that's not true. Okay. If you don't want to do a self-record IRA, that's fine. No problem. But don't lie and say it triggers an audit because the statistics are super clear. They don't. Just this is the only statistics you got to basically remember from 2012, 2016, 
just 26,000 returns were audited for IRA issues, right? Which is nothing. So um, that's really it. Um, we're here to help. Obviously, it's important that when people do self-directed IRA investments, they understand the rules, the prohibited transaction rules, unrelated business taxable income, all these rules, which is another reason it's important to work with professionals and, um, and, and, and good companies who, who can help you navigate these prohibited transaction rules. And if you're looking for a self-directed IRA company, um, check out RITA, Retirement Industry Trust Association. IRA Financial Trust is a member. It's about 15 or so members. And those are the companies I would think you would want to use if you want to set up a self-directed IRA because those are the companies that um, are part of the industry um, group and focus on best practices and are committed to um, educating um, their customers and clients on the self-directed retirement rule. So um, hopefully um, you will at least consider the self-directed IRA. It's, it's a great way to diversify. It's not for everyone, but if you are looking to do alternative assets, um, the industry is growing tenfold. Um, we estimate, um, IRS estimates that there were 2 million self-directed IRAs in 2016. We estimate that that number is almost doubled uh, in 2021. Um, the enormous growth, whether it's through cryptos, private placements, crowdfunding, or other investments, self-directed IRAs are on the rise. And uh, we're, we'll see how the IRS um, ends up addressing this growth in, in alternative assets to see how um, they, they can make sure that individuals are following the rules and that the IRA is being invested in IRS approved investments. So thank you for listening. I uh, really appreciate it. Just wanted to make sure everyone fully understands what self-directed IRAs are and the actual facts, black and white, in terms of whether doing a self-directed IRA will trigger an audit, which uh, has been bothering me for a while and um, you know, just rubs me the wrong way when I hear misinformation because ultimately no one knows what triggers an audit. I don't care what you hear on uh, online or on TV or on the radio. It's all BS. No one knows what triggers an audit. If, if they did, then um, you know, the IRS would just change the algorithms. Uh, in fact, I, I know people that work at the IRS and they don't even know what triggers audits. Okay, It's all based off uh, their computer algorithms, uh, how they flag returns. So um, that's just the, the facts. Um, the good news is if you work with a good company like IRA Financial, you're not going to do a private transaction because we're not going to let you do it. So you don't have to worry about any type of audit issues. Even if you get audited, we will be there with you because hopefully you've listened to us and we've helped educate you on the private transaction rules and your self-directed IRA investment will be invested in IRS approved investments. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, and talk to everyone again next week.